Hi, and welcome. We're delighted that you've joined us here at Tell Me Where to Go, where you'll hear travel tales from all over the world designed to inspire, inform, and get you travelling around this wonderful world. Well, now we are travelling to the biggest country in Scandinavia and it's an extraordinarily beautiful place. We're going to Sweden and I'm speaking to Nils Persson, who is the Chief Marketing Officer for Visit Sweden. Nils, what a beautiful country you live in. I know that you've got hundreds and hundreds of islands there and there's many, many lakes as well. It must be so great to be surrounded by so much water. Yes, absolutely. That's correct. So I would say that's a big part of our way of living. It's close to water, no matter where you are. If you're up in the north of Sweden or if you're in the south of Sweden, we have a quite long coastline as well from West Sweden to the south. And then, well, it actually goes all the way up to all the way up to Norway as well, doesn't it? Yeah, and the Finnish border as well. So yes. yeah, and a lot of lakes and rivers as well. So I would say you're always close to water, no matter where you are in Sweden. And there's also a lot of nature and forest around. So, so it's really beautiful. And Stockholm itself, where you're based, that is built on I think it's about fourteen islands or so. But it must be extraordinary just to negotiate all the islands. And does that mean that Stockholm is pretty flat because it is an island city? Yes. Fairly flat, I would say, but it's also a bit hilly. Not hilly, but it's a bit uh, not entirely flat. And I think oh. that's the island that sort of goes above the waters, so to speak. So travel between the islands. Yes, and because Stockholm is comprised of so many islands, do you have uh, different sections of the city that are a little bit more sort of rural looking or, and others that are definitely part of the CBD? Or does it all sort of meld into one? I would say pretty much melt into one, but no matter where you are in Sweden, if you are in the urban areas, the three big ones are Stockholm, Gothenburg and Malmö, you're always close to nature and more rural areas as well. So so it's not far off to get into sort of untouched nature, but then also just a, a leap away, you have a Michelin star restaurant. Yeah. So that's, I think, is one of the beauties of Sweden. You have the nature, even though you're in the urban areas, you have the nature just sort of more or less around the corner. But then you also have the more urban scenery with bars and restaurants and museums and everything. Is that reflected in Swedish architecture? Because I know that the Swedish architecture, you're renowned for that sort of clean, uncluttered look and there seems to be a lot of wood used and stuff. Is that is that because of the area you live in? You've, you've got lots of forests and stuff and so you would use those natural materials as such? That sort of the materials that we have had over the years to build with, so I think that's a big part of why we used we have quite a lot of woods and uh, other sort of natural materials in Sweden. And one of the things that a lot of Swedes have their sort of holiday cottage and they are sort of red painted cottage from the in a color called Falerödfär, which is a red color from the copper mine in Dalarna. Ah, right. So that's a big part, especially on the more rural areas of Sweden. You can see those red cottages with white corners, which is a big part of I would say of the Swedish landscape as well. I know it's a very contemporary country. You're one of the world leaders, for instance, in social issues and your health and your education system, etc. But I guess there must be a lot of tradition there as well because the Swedes go back a, a very long way, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a lot of traditions that we have, even though 
they come from the various sort of our history from the Viking Age, some of yes. them and others from Christianity. I, I wouldn't say they are sort of religious holidays in, in that sense, but they are a big part of our traditions. We have the Midsummer Eve, of course. Yes. We have something that's called Lucia, which is the Saint Santa Lucia that celebrating sort of, I think it's her birthday or something like that on the 13th of December, which is a big thing where we eat gingerbread cookies and some, and Lucicata, which is a saffron bun that we yes. for example. And then we have the um, crayfish parties, which is also tradition around. So there's a lot of traditions that we celebrate. And also all the fika sessions where we yes. drink coffee and eat cookies and the cinnamon buns, which is very Swedish as well. So it's a lot of traditions, absolutely. I know that Sweden extends north into Lapland as well. There'd be a lot of traditions up there amidst the Laplanders too, I guess. Absolutely. From the Sami people, we have a lot of traditions as well how they work with reindeers and stuff like that. So absolutely, so there's a lot of traditions. One of the things I've got to talk about, because I'm sure it's one of the most famous things to come out of Sweden, ABBA. There is an ABBA museum in Stockholm now. ABBA had an absolutely incredible influence on world music. Are you proud of ABBA as a country? Are you proud of their achievements? Absolutely. And I think that ABBA is, is one of the, it's something that you have in every person in Sweden yes. since sort of childhood. There's part of what we do and who we are that we might not think about it in that sense, maybe. But absolutely, they're huge influential to a lot of Swedes. And also we have quite big in music export and I think one part of what started that was ABBA absolutely. Now the ABBA Museum of course that would be these days because it's not all that old I don't think but that would be something that most tourists would want to go and see I guess because it really is full of their costumes and their lifestyles etc it must be a fantastic place to go and visit I guess. Yeah absolutely and that's quite close to the city centre but on one of the islands the Royal Djurgården which is basically a quite large island close to the city and sort of bordering archipelago as well, where you have a lot of museums like the Abba Museum, but then you have the Natural History Museum, yes. you have the Great Outdoor Museum of Skansen, for example, with a lot okay. of history from Sweden and a lot yes. of animals as well. Does that but, hark back to sort of medieval times, the Outdoor Museum does? it? Does that show you what life used to be like a few centuries ago? Yes, absolutely. And you can sort of be part of workshops and other stuff like that when you visit the museum to see how did they make the clothes and how were they making the food back in the days. And also you can see the Swedish, the Nordic or Scandinavian animals like the bears and wolves and reindeers and mooses. Getting around Sweden as well, I know you have an excellent railway system and I know that you have some of the most beautiful railway journeys, but you also have a big ferry network as well. Would you recommend that people that go to Sweden they use public transport to get around rather than self-drive? Because I find that if you use public transport you actually have time to look at where you're going and admire the landscape that you're going through. Yeah, I would absolutely recommend that. And we have a really good system of rail system that covers the entire Sweden. We have Along the coastline, for example, we have the sort of the main tracks, but then also inland up in the north, we have the small track train rails as well, where you can see and you can sort of hop on and hop off quite easy as well. So I think that really is, and then you can always hire a car somewhere if you want to go out and sort of explore. 
more on yourself. But uh, I would say sort of public buses and, and trains, you can get around quite a lot and you can also use the ferries as well. What about accommodation? Because you would have a variety of accommodation there. You have everything from, I guess, five star to backpackers, I guess. But it's pretty easy. Most of the major tourist places would have a variety of accommodation for people, I guess, would they? Yeah, as you say, we have everything from five star to more sort of lower end accommodation styles. And they're also popping up more and more of more sort of unique living experience as well. There's been a lot of glamping where you have these sort of yep. canvas tents, but with a high-end interior in them. That's really nice. But then you also have, for example, up in Yucatan, you have the Ice Hotel, for example. Yes. That's in a hotel entire built of ice. And then you have the Tree Hotel where you have live in trees. So, so you have a big variety of great accommodation down to the sort of the more normal classic hotel and boutique hotels as well. I know that people who are interested in winter sports there's plenty to do in Sweden as far as skiing and skating and all sorts of things what about in the warmer months because I know that hiking and things like that are very popular in Sweden. You have a lot of trails I guess that people can follow? Yeah absolutely and we have them across the entire country actually even though I would say maybe a bit more sort of north of Stockholm and around the mountain chain in the north of Sweden, you have much more sort of tracks and trails, but you have them everywhere. And I also think maybe due to the pandemic, but even before it was starting to get more and more popular, even though we hike quite a lot, I would say, yes. as, as a country, but sort of have exploded now during the pandemic but yeah. because it's been a good way to be sort of socially distancing <laughs> and also get the power of the nature, which is yes. I think is great. We also have this network of small cabins as well that where you can stay so you okay. don't need to bring your tent either. So we have them. So there's a network of them called the STF. And do you book them prior to arriving or do you have to have a reservation? Yeah. A huge variety. Sometimes it's just sort of a house with bunk beds and you can just yeah. walk in there and live for free and it's, you can't book them in advance. The first one that gets there can sort of take the bed. On some of them, they also have from hostels to hotels as well. Yeah, at the same place. But also, I, I would say when it comes to the nature, I think we have four quite distinct seasons in Sweden yes. with the spring, the autumn and the summer and the wind. We use our nature in, I would say, different ways. In the, in the summer times, it's hiking and it's yeah. Of course, sort of swimming and having fun in the water and fishing and, and stuff like that. And then now during the autumn, it's a lot of mushroom pick, picking berries as well because we have the freedom to roam. You can always go out and put up your tent wherever you want, more or less, free for everyone to do that. Because you have so much water around you, both in the Baltic Sea and you've got so many lakes, water normally warms things up a bit. So does that mean that the climate in many parts of Sweden is perhaps a little better than in other parts of Scandinavia? I would say it's maybe better, but I think it's quite the same. I think Norway might take a lot of the rain because we have the sort of the mountain oh, chains yeah. that sort of stops that and they're closer to the, the big ocean outside. So I think we have a much better climate and and even up really high up in the north in the summer so it can be really warm from our sort of point of view which is 25 degrees plus sort of sand beaches as well and the warm gets warm to to swim in swedish food is absolutely delicious your meatballs are quite famous but also you have a way of preparing fish which is absolutely delicious so we eat quite a lot of 
fish, I would say, and we prepared salmon in a, in a way to keep it fresh without cooking it. So it's really, really nice. And then we also do a variety of smoking the fish, especially salmon as well. On the West Coast, we have a lot of oysters, wild oysters that are really, really great and lobsters. Yeah. So it's a big thing in Sweden. And actually, the lobster fishing just started a couple of weeks ago, for example. Yeah, Great fish. fishes also that we fish and then we boil them in broth of water and beer and dill and other spices. So for people that are wanting to go to Sweden, are there any places that you would particularly recommend they should see? I would recommend to do a round trip because we have yes. quite big variety of things and depending also on what you're into i think traveling by train between the three main urban areas doesn't take longer than like four hours yeah. on the sort of higher speed trains so it's quite easy to go between stockholm gothenburg and, and malmo but then also i think you should go out more on the rural areas and also up in the north because there's a lot of sea and take advantage of going into the nature and yeah. going on the hiking trails then i think that's something that's unique with sweden with all the contrast from very modern and urban areas and then you also have the rural areas which is fantastic sceneries and, and a lot of easy access nature to discover the best way to get to sweden if you're coming from denmark there's a bridge across from copenhagen to malmo isn't there or you can fly in of course or you can get ferries in from other places too can you we have regular ferry traffic from denmark but germany poland and finland as well so you have quite a big ferry network and also from norway but mainly from germany and poland and from finland so it's quite easy to get there excellent well i've been speaking to nils person who is a chief marketing officer for visit sweden lovely to get to know sweden nils thank you very much for chatting to us thanks for listening Don't forget to check back on our website for other stories, specialists, funny travel tales, and anything else you might need to plan and safely enjoy your next trip. We look forward to hearing you back again soon. Mm